Now, one thing of Harford County, we have a lot of photographers here. I've actually featured different ones as Artists of the Week. I've had a couple on our podcast. But if you notice on HarfordCountyLiving.com, we always feature a picture of the week. That picture of the week is provided to us by Shoebox Photography. That's S-C-H-U-H, not S-H-O-E, S-C-H-U-H. And you can actually go to her website, which is shoeboxphotographyllc.com. That's shoeboxphotographyllc.com. She has nature portraits and wildlife portraits, which are available for purchase. And right now, she is actually booking for senior portraits. Uh, so if you want to capture the essence of your senior year with professional digital photos and prints, you need to contact her. You can go to shoeboxphotographyllc.com. That's shoeboxphotography, S-C-H-U-H. Or give Stephanie a call at 443-987-8196. Hi, my name is Rich Bennett. And on this episode of Harford Candy Living, I finally got to do something that I've been wanting to do. In the past, I've talked about doing some more podcasts on the history of Harford County and actually going on site to some of these historical places and recording. Well, Lyle and I had the opportunity to go to a place which was constructed in what I believe was 1870. We went to the Havity Grace Opera House and a group of us actually sat on stage in a circle with the microphone there and recorded this podcast. I think you're going to really enjoy this because there's a lot of things that go on here at the Opera House. Concerts, plays, musicals, lectures, a little bit of everything. So sit back, enjoy, and whatever you do, whatever you do, please go out to the Opera House in Happy Grace and enjoy the show. listening to the Harford County Living Podcast with Rich Bennett. Thank you for coming and please send any suggestions or comments to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com. The Harford County Living Podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes can be found at harfordcountyliving.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorites, RRS feed, or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's join Rich Bennett and his special guest. like to welcome everybody to the Harford County Living Podcast. We are actually on site today at the Having Grace Opera House, but the Cultural Arts Center at the Opera House, right? Did I get that right, Rebecca? Close enough. Close enough. Uh, Lyle's up here with me, and I'm good. we got several people sitting in, so I'm going to start next to Lyle and go around and introduce yourselves real quick, whatever your stage name is today. <laughs> okay, um, my name is Kate Darwin, and I'm a volunteer. Uh, at the Cultural Center for at the Opera House. And My name is Laura Caldwell and I work part-time to help Rebecca with all of her workload. Hi, my name is Aramgard Brown and I'm on the board for the Howard Grace Arts Collective, volunteer with the Cultural Center and work on the marketing committee. My name is Betsy Anstrand and I am a volunteer here at the Cultural Center at the Opera House. And I'm Rebecca Jessup. I'm the executive director of the Habit of Grace Arts Collective. 
which I should then explain manages the cultural center at the Opera House. So I got the cultural center part right. Yes. Do we I mean, that's that where we're at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got how many volunteers? Oh, three, four. Three. Oh, we're here. We're, yeah. How many volunteers total? Oh, do you we have we all fifty to sixty volunteers. Really? Yes. This place couldn't run without volunteers. All right, I got to ask you this first because it seems like that's always a problem with any organization you talk to is they always have a problem getting volunteers. How do you manage to get so many volunteers? Volunteer, I will volunteers. I'll let you pipe in on this one. Okay. Why are you involved? It's so much fun. That's <laughs> right. It's a it's a great venue, really full of excellent entertainment, right. a great variety. It's it's an opportunity to be involved in one, one of the best things happening in Haver de Grace right now. We've discovered that people are actually making friends uh, because it's not just a volunteering by yourself in a little cubby, but you're doing something as a group. As a, yeah. you know, ushering together, selling things together, concessions together, you know. And so as a result, it, we become kind of a family and we're constantly drawing new people in and there's uh, so many different things to do and uh, we want to use people's talents and so we always uh, at you know we're drawing people who can do things that could help promote the culture center and live entertainment here in Hartford County. So do all of you get up on stage and perform at the events or is that just Scott Field or because I know what was the Scott Field Theater Company does stuff up here right? Well, actually um, as a venue we are host we host community events and professional events okay. so we have uh, was it three theater companies Scott Field Theater Company, Tidewater Players and Rogue Swan Oh. We're host to four dance companies. We, um, and then we have an assortment of all individual performers and the people that the Arts Collective brings in. Right. So um, it's a real, when you come here, it's going to be a little bit of everything. It's eclectic. Yeah. Which is wonderful. You can be exposed to all kinds of entertainment. Well, one, I noticed one of the things I like when I came in is the art downstairs, too. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Um, it's very, it's very cool. We have a lobby space, and we have these walls, um, and we partner with two galleries: the Artist Emporium mm -hmm. and the Arts by the Bay Gallery. And every two months, we have a new exhibit come in, and people can buy the art. And also, too, we've started bra branching out a bit. For instance, downstairs right now, we have an individual artist. She's Pauline Copeland with her quilting. Oh. So we're doing, we're doing a little bit more all the time. We were just talking about that the other day, quilting. Quilting's had, a big deal. Well, we had um, we had Sleep in Heavenly Peace at one of our meetings, Lions Club meetings, and she was talking about how all the bedding is donated, and one of the things she's having a hard time finding was people that makes quilt, make quilts, hmm. and. Um, once you get into that crowd, there are a lot. Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. she, well, she said she would deal with somebody from Pennsylvania now, but couldn't find anybody from Hartford County. Yeah, she has and, a woman in Pennsylvania that, that churns them out like a, like a manufacturing Well, she uh, needs business, to give but, me a call. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, one of our members to, yeah. Yeah. turned her on to, was it the Hartford Quilling? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Told, him about, um, told her about them, so. What? Mm -hmm. That's different. We, what else you guys got? We currently <laughs> have a display of great quilts. Come on down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All for right. sale. And how long, how long is that here for? That will be here for the month. And then we have another artist coming in next month, Lee Albin. 
uh, will be um, displaying his art, and then we'll probably go back to then rotating multiple artists. Most okay. of them are uh, local Hartford art county right. artists too. So it's and like I said, so many people come in; they'll come to a performance and end up going home with a painting. See, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I. Harford County, there are so many good artists around here, and a lot of people don't know it. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Harford Artists Association. We have some major galleries um, around here, not only in Havre de Grace, but in Bel Air. Um, really good art. Yeah. We have the Maryland Center for the Arts, which does the Plein Air Arts Festival every, um, every year, every, where they bring yeah. in artists from all over the country to paint, because we have such beautiful landscapes. No, really? We do. Especially that lighthouse, huh? <laughs> so I think one of the main things to remember is that um, because we have such a great variety, it's so, what we really want people to do is to start coming to our website or, you know, calling in and looking to see what's coming. What's coming? Because it's always something different. Yeah. And so if you like jazz, then you, you're going to, you need to keep checking because we have jazz events or if you like rock or if you like, uh, um, Country. Country music, <laughs> everything. And yeah. classical music, of course, as well. But yes. these things, you know, we try to promote them individually, but we have something every week. It's hard to promote the individual events. So we really want people to become aware of the Cultural Center, of the Opera House as a venue, right. and keep checking in to see what we have coming up. What event is next week that you might want to see? Because otherwise, if you keep waiting for something to come to you, you know, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, you know, at Harford County, everybody struggles with that because there's so much going on. So we yes. encourage people to come, come to us, come see what we're doing. You know, be part of the phenomenon or uh, anything from um, a festival like we have the Bill Murray film festival coming up. Oh, you know, if you're into if you're into Bill Murray, you know, then you you could do that. Or or the masquerade ball. Find out that we have this big fundraiser coming up. Come look and see what we're doing. I think Kate has more information about that. The Bill Murray Film Festival. And we have free festival. children's events, too. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. We have a lot going on. Um, so the Bill Murray Film Festival should be a ton of fun, especially if you like Bill Murray. We're starting out with that classic Groundhog's Day on Groundhog's Day. Um, I think that's Saturday the 2nd. Um, and then we're going to be showing uh, Caddyshack the following night, um, Lost in Translation. Uh, the next night and then ending with Moonrise Kingdom. Um, so if you like Bill Murray in comedy, if you like him in drama, if you like him young, if you like him older, <laughs> we have all varieties of Bill Murray for you. You're probably going to have to show Caddyshack like several times. <laughs> I understand we've reached out to yeah. Bill Murray and invited him to a really? Beer. Yes. Well, that see, would be awesome. It's interesting. Apparently, Bill it's Murray good. doesn't use an agent. He just has a phone that he checks periodically. And Are you so, serious? Yes. Wow. So he's, he's missed out on a ton of um, opportunities just because he hasn't bothered to check his voicemail. <laughs> but every now and then, he'll check in and yeah. uh, show up in random places, crash he people's does weddings, show up uh, to act in a film. So, who so knows? be sure to check the seats around you. <laughs> <laughs> That would be funny. Just sit there, watch a caddy shag it here. He'll probably just sit next to you, don't even know, and come up with a line or something. Spread that. Right and right. he'll kind of say, "Well, I got that going for me." <laughs> Which is nice. Now, with uh, when's what time are the viewings going to be? 
so the one on Saturday will be at 8 p.m. So that's Groundhog's Day. But then Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday are all at 7 p.m. Sunday, Monday, and, so and it's you can just go on the website to buy, buy tickets. Which, by the way, would you like to know our website? It's OH, like Opera House, HDG, like Habit of Grace. So it's OHHDG.org. And we'll have that. We'll have that link too. Yeah. That's so. And we have a really another. In addition to all the um, performances we have coming up in February, we have a really big event. It is our largest fundraiser of the year, and we'll tell, explain later why we need fundraisers. Um, it's called the Masquerade Ball. And Betsy, would you oh, like to tell us? About I will the do my Ball? best. The Masquerade Ball is a fabulous event, February twenty third, from six to ten p.m. It's held at the community center in Haverty Grace, which will be transformed into a New Orleans fantasy land. An evening in New Orleans. It's oh, well, lights. Uh, yeah, on Margaret Lane. Lager yes, Lane, Margaret Lane. Yeah, that's a nice size hall. That's a nice size hall. The too. food will be fabulous. New Orleans inspired, something for everyone. We will have wine, beer, open all op open bar, all you can eat and drink. The price is a bargain. $65 a ticket. It will in include the food. I will have music, dancing, drinking. Uh, and also there will be tables full of great raffle items from Everything, a great variety. We'll have a silent auction, silent auctions. Uh, what we'll probably some live auctions. There'll be a lot of prizes for people to take home. Just it's fun will be had by all. That is right. It'll. It, it is a fabulous thing. Who's, fabulous who's doing event. the food? It's Harford Catering. Um, it's a wonderful chef. Okay. Um, the food was Dave excellent. Ma Dave last year. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Crawdads and all that. Good yes, Bananas Foster yeah. last year, but you know we'll get the menu oh. together. But it is not to be missed. We want everyone to feel included. Buy a ticket. You'll have fun, even if you don't know anyone. You yeah. will by the end. Of you the will evening. by the end of the evening. There's you could also come in costume if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you have to. It's a masquerade ball. Well, but you can also <laughs> just dress in cocktail. But we, it's really fun. And if you do come in costume, we have a little costume parade, and uh, people have a good hooting time, and you win a prize for your costume. We just did that for New Year's Eve. Went to oh, really? somebody had a New Year's Eve party, and they made a masquerade New Year's Eve party. So she well, said, do you still have your mask? Yes, I do. Then you're matter of fact, I'm going to tell everybody about it. Now. You can get a mask at the dollar store. It's so easy. Now, what about entertainment? Is there going to be music there? We or? will have DJ Friendly. He's a wonderful guy. He knows just the music to play. Okay. So we'll be... Um, and there's a chance that Elvis might come into the building, well, but we don't know. There's a chance. <laughs> We're not sure. We don't know yet. Uh, there are surprises everywhere, but it is a fun time. February 23rd, and what's the time again? From it's 6, six to, 10. to 10. 6 to 10. PM. It's dinner, so you get dinner. And, and it's only $60 a ticket? It's 65 Or 65 okay. And that is... That's not bad. It's yeah. excellent. Yeah. In the company of other galas. Yes. Well, I mean, it's all the food you can eat. And you said open bar, too? Yes. Beer and wine, open bar. That's so one thing I want to point out is people will say... Well, you have an opera house and people have to pay for tickets, so why do you need to fundraise? So what I want to help explain is that when we bring in talent, um, and this is a lot of top talent, mm -hmm. the tickets usually do not pay for the cost of the talent. Um, so tickets do not pay for um, the running of the place or anything. That's why we are a nonprofit. That's why we have to do fundraisers so we can continue to bring in great shows. 
Um, I also did want to point out that um, the Arts Collective, which manages the Opera House, does more than just that, though. We also um, oversee the Arts and Entertainment District in Havre de Grace, which means we're working hard to make Havre de Grace a destination for artists and for people to come and see artists work. Right. And it also gives them t uh, artists tax incentives to work here and live here. And also we oversee the Arts by the Bay Gallery, which is just a wonderful, one of the wonderful galleries here. So we're, it's, a, it's an all-encompassing organization. Now, I, now tell everybody where that is, the Arts by the Bay Gallery. Arts by the Bay Gallery is on St. John. John Street. It's really, once you park and have it a grace and start walking around, it's all on the downtown area. Okay, and the Opera House is located where? 121 North Union Avenue. It's right on the main drag, right across two from the have it a grace library. So you got that, that, what else? There was another one, right? And next to the fire department. So the Arts and Pardon. Entertainment District incorporates all of downtown, but it also incorporates all of the museums. Okay. So it's actually, a you know a large geographic area so that we can then on behalf of all the arts organizations that are in that geographic area downtown going from the light uh, the lock house to the decoy museum you know what I mean that big area is that we're advocating for the arts and advocating right. for entertainment and advocating for people to come and live and work and share their talents uh, with the public that's one thing with having Greece you could even just coming up here for a day, you can't visit everything. Right. I mean, you need a whole weekend, sometimes even two weekends. And we come up here a lot. We, Even if you go to one of the museum, museums, like the Decoy Museum, even if you go there once, when you come back up, you want to go again. When we first went, I'm like, the decoy, who wants to see a bunch of decoys? It's oh amazing. Oh God, I it's, loved it. It's art. It's, yeah, decoys yeah. are art. art yeah. And it's just so much that you can see up here and people don't realize that. Well, Howard de Grace is, pre is home to some preeminent decoy carvers. Yeah. So it's a uh, decoy capital of the world. Decoy capital of the world. It's our claim to fame. <laughs> we moved here two years ago not knowing the area, small town. I was thrilled when I read that we were getting an opera house five minutes away from where I live, free parking, just a variety of shows. All kinds of, as we were talking about, a variety of acts. We've had a lot of high caliber acts here. Oh, I know. You'd be surprised. People people were amazed when they came to some of our acts. We have a fairly well connected board with music. And I'm, I love musicals, I love all genres. Of, well, I enjoy all genres of music. <laughs> and we've had everything here. You know, just from plays to musicals. Um, we do a lot of free children events also. For anyone who has grandchildren, children, Bring them here, look at our, our website, ohhdg.org. Uh, you'll see something for everybody. And you'll see things that normally you wouldn't think to expose yourself to, but mm -hmm. come see it. You'll be amazed, like the Decoy Museum, you don't know how much you might enjoy. What town something. has, what small town has five museums? <laughs> I think we're well. probably the only one. Five museums. Only one I can think of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great That's shopping, a, too. A couple of questions before we lose the thought. You, you talk about getting the word out. Uh, how often do you have open houses, or do you, for the community to come in and see what you do? And, and uh, That's a great, uh, we did, especially in the beginning, we opened up, which I'll talk about, I'm going to ask Ermgard to talk about um, how we came to be um, in the beginning to get the um, public to know about us. And we're always open for tours. Anybody can, actually, a lot of people bop in and say, hi, I've heard about this place, can, can I look? 
mm-hmm. and we'll take them around. But it's nothing uh, formal, right. open houses, but it's an interesting idea. Okay. And the other question uh, was around the, the volunteers. You said 50 to 60 volunteers. How much talent do you pull from that? Or, or how many do you do something uh, other than volunteer? Do you put on, uh, people put on productions of their own and, and also contribute as a volunteer? That's another subject. We talked about having a talent show with the. So the thing is this, is that we have to remember that um, the, if you're volunteering, you're not volunteering to be a performer necessarily. Right. Right, right. So there are the performance groups, the plays, the organizations, Scott Field and, and Tidewater and so forth, you know, that you can then get connected with right. because you're part of that team of people who are working. But you are ultimately working primarily for the venue. Right. All right, you're volunteering to the venue. However, if you have if, if you're an artist, a performing artist, and you want to perform at the opera house, that you have you now have a connection. You know to come to Rebecca and say, "Okay, this is what I'd like to do." You know, and so sometimes you you have to pay a fee, okay? Because there's no charge to be part of the arts collective you know we Mm -hmm. don't charge people to be a volunteer with the arts collective but if you perform in the venue you would have to pay for that evening you see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. but there come a lot comes with that you know you get ushers and you get people who are going to help market that program and so forth and so on but yeah it's not really we're not really a um, volunteer group of performers although a lot of the volunteers perform on the side well, well. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was asking yes. basically yeah how, how many actually do it's a mix uh, do more than just uh, the operation side that's, yeah it's a mix yeah I think most of those people who are performers though are connected to a a, a performing group mm-hmm. already right. you know and so what they're doing is making uh, those net making that network happen right. you know creating a network yeah like the actors out in Hollywood that run for coffee until they get their first exactly. break right? there you go yeah. sort of yeah <laughs> Greg, do you want to talk a little bit about how the Opera House came to be? Well, I had the good fortune of being part of it from the very, very beginning when we were the uh, Opera House Foundation and we were trying to raise the money to renovate this building. And it was uh, hoped by the city. We worked with the city of Haverty Grace, which was very, very cooperative and helpful in wanting to transform this building into a uh, handicap accessible building, you know, because it was not accessible to people. Right. Uh, and so uh, that was a really important part. And so we started from the that's, several many years ago that we started raising money for that but then we realized that that was a slow slog to try to raise money on our own and uh, and so we were we went to the city and the city decided to put it on the ballot as to whether or not the city would support the opera house building and create a, a bond for it and we had an overwhelming positive vote that's from good. the city and, and so ever since then the city has been very much involved in helping us maintain this facility and so that's how uh, you know the ground swell happened and it was so exciting because it was happening right as the Hafford Grace Library was being built and this was being renovated and so there was this synergy that was going on and we realized that uh, this is really going to work and there were some naysayers along the way that who's gonna come who's gonna fill those seats you know and yet all I can say is is that our first year we came out in the black how many organizations do you know that are brand new come out in the black yeah that's pretty amazing yeah it usually takes a few years exactly so I think that um, that you know we have proven that there is interest but we have I mean the 
the world is our oyster. You know, we have so many more people that we would like to reach so that they would know that what's here and so that we can bring higher class talent. We have to have the people come and participate and pay the money, you know, so that we can, we can keep getting better and better. Well, what year did it open back up? Uh, it's only been, we're just now in our second, second year, year right? I was going to say, because I know there's still, I talk to people who tell me about it all the time, they're like, Opera House? I know. Well, and that's why we're saying, get to know who we are. Yeah. Come see. One point with the, the, the name Opera House, we want people to know that we're not just, we do have opera, opera singers, but back right. in the late 19th century, it was just taboo just to stop. call a place a music hall because it was associated with things that were not classy. Ilse, right, Ilse, 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 I was going to say, Ilse, oh, oh, Ilse, if, you, yeah. if you called it a music hall, that's yeah. why they called it an opera house. An opera house. And now, Make it, yeah, all across America there are opera houses, but we, we have every entertainment. Uh, yeah. Well, how genre. long was it empty before, they were, before you guys started renovating? Well, interesting, it really was never empty. That's true. Oh. Um, it was in disrepair, but uh, okay. Tidewater players performed in here in terrible conditions for decades. Really? Here, this top floor was just, it was really, <laughs> I mean, they were amazing what they accomplished in the kinds of, they did excellent theater, but they were dealing with a physical building that was, you know, really falling apart wow. around them. Okay. But they you are. You mentioned at one time that, that the upper floor had burned. Yes, actually, oh, there used to be a third floor, another floor, um, and, the, and the theater itself was over 500 seats. But the, uh, in the 20s, it burned down, and unfortunately, they didn't rebuild. But we do have a beautiful tin ceiling from the 20s. Um, and now we have 201 seats. But also, too, when, we, when they redid it, they got very comfortable plush seats and did not mm -hmm. try to force lots and slots of seats in there. So these seats are very comfortable. There is not a bad seat there in the house. There is not a bad yeah. seat in the house. Doesn't look like it now. And I never saw it before the renovation, restoration. Anyone who has been back, who, who knew the opera house before the restoration, they're amazed. Mm -hmm. Nothing but complimentary. They cannot Oh, believe. I love it up here. I mean, it's only my second time here, and I love it. And yeah. if you talk to people who have, like, grown up in this area, you know, they can tell you all the different things that used to be here in this building. I mean, city council was here at one time. Right. They had, like, a, a dance company here at one time. Wow. They used to do... Uh, all kinds of like dances on the weekends. Teen kind of dances. Thing. People were in their like 70s right. and 80s come in and like, this is where I went to the teen dance. So almost like a community it's center. It's always been culture filled. It, right, yeah. it was. Wow. It was the center of the city. That's why we are so excited to, to continue the history yeah. in this building. And we kept a lot of the historic aspects that we could. We've physically. won awards because if we refurbished, oh. we did not replace. Also, too, I'd like to say we are fully state-of-the-art LED. Yeah. So we are a 19th century building that is now 21st century state-of-the-art. Isn't that cool? That is awesome. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That is Lighting awesome. Lighting and sound. The we Carnegie can. Hall of Harford County. <laughs> Just a little bit smaller. <laughs> well, except if you go to Carnegie Hall, you can sit pretty far away from the stage. And one thing that we hear over That's and over right. again is that people um, feel so cozy in this um, space that you um, get a really intimate performance mm -hmm. where if you heard the same act somewhere else in a theater of like a thousand seats yeah. the experience would be completely different. It, it, you're right it is I mean that's more seats doesn't make something greater that's right it, it's just all your yeah it gives you more money but <laughs> then sometimes you get the complaints well that was an awful city couldn't see I'd rather have all the good reviews 
great seat, and you can always add more shows too. Um, that's one of the things I love about you know the stadium, whatever it's called now, Wido Stadium, where where the Ironbirds play. <laughs> There's uh -huh. not a bad seat in the house. I love that one there than a regular you know major league stadium. Um, the other one, the was it APG Federal Credit Union Arena? Mm -hmm. You know they could have made it humongous, but I think they kept it down to. Was it 3,000 seats max? I think it's about right. Yeah. You know, and for concerts like they do there, it's fine. But, you know, I love that, you know, some of these movie theaters you see now, or at least the older ones, you had tons of seats, and I hated that. 201 seats, it's perfect. When I, I what makes it. me happy is um, that when the performers leave here, they say, this is a really cool place. Mm -hmm. That makes me really yeah. happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I, mean, I, I, need, I wanted to come up and see Mamma Mia. Oh. When that was here, Scott Field Theater Company. Yes, production, yeah. I wanted to come up and see that. But oh, there's so many. Yeah. So before yeah. we, you know, we were talking about the Bill Murray Festival. I want to go back to just reminding people that we also have a full venue of, uh, I mean, a full schedule of movies here. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, there's no movie theater in this area. I mean, you have to go to Churchville if you want to go to the movies. Oh, but you right. can come to the movies here. And it's a it's an interesting group of movies. It's not just um, first-run movies. Of course, that would be awesome. Well, you but, play the classics, too. Well, we play classics. We play documentaries, which are Art very, films. very popular. You know, there's going to be one for, for Ruth Bader Ginsburg that are, that is very, very popular. they got, uh, I mean, just so many interesting films and opportunities to have discussions after the films so it's really again we're we're trying to expose the community to a variety of different things because we think that's what makes uh, entertainment and uh, an opportunity for the community to come together in a place like this sure yeah. and what's been really cool about the Opera House too is it's bringing a lot of people into town it's been an economic boom uh, for the local restaurants the local shops mm -hmm. so working all together to make just this town rocking and rolling yeah people are beginning to recognize the caliber of the performers here and they're coming from a longer distance when we've had you know talking about speaking of Carnegie Hall we've had some performers <laughs> who are accustomed to performing in front of thousands right. of people and we were so fortunate to have them this past year. Talk about the films. You know, because Hartford County has a lot of famous actors, directors, and all that. Do you ever reach out to any of them to see if they could come for like a film festival or something here? You know, it, we, we would like, we talked about it, of course, mm -hmm. uh, but it's always it has to do with who do you know? You know, just kind of like reaching out blindly is a little bit difficult unless you would. Do you know for somebody? the future? <laughs> I, well, actually, it's funny you say it because there are. Um, I went to Joptown High School. Okay. Wendy Davis. I don't know if you ever seen Army Wives. Oh. I think she was on Scandal and all that. Graduated from Joptown High School. Wow. Um, Dwayne Tudall is a got writer, producer, I think director, everything else out in California. You have. Uh, Dale Midkiff graduated from Edgewood High School, who was in the TV series The Magnificent Seven. Elvis and Me, I think it was, he played Elvis. He's been in a lot really? of movies and still does a lot of stuff on sci-fi. Hmm. Um, okay. Rain, there's, there's a lot of them. The new, one, the so new MacGyver has somebody right from Harvard. Okay, so if you will get a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> if you get one of these folks here, <laughs> and I will take you to dinner. Oh, oh no, there's oh, a lot. There, there you go. 
There you okay. go. Okay. Yeah, was it La Cucina? Absolutely. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Give me some of that homemade tiramisu again. Mm. Oh, God, stop. So I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> so one thing I don't want to forget about is we've uh, undertaken a huge endeavor this year. We're in our second year, mm -hmm. and we are going to produce uh, the Habit of Grace Jazz and Blues Festival the first weekend in June. Now this is a big deal. Big deal. Does anybody want to talk about that? Jazz and Blues Festival? Jazz and Blues. Oh, I'm in. Well, I, I think we have some high caliber talent. Very high caliber. I'm not at liberty to discuss right now. Because contracts are well being signed. Right. Worth coming. Yes. And it's going to be here. It's going to be in multiple venues in okay. Havre de Grace. It's going to be here, Hutchins Park. It's going to be a high school auditorium. Um, but so there are a whole lot of people involved. Um, the whole town is going to be involved. They're going to have musicians, jazz and blues musicians in the restaurants, in the shops. Uh, it's going to be uh, the first weekend in June is just going to be all music all over. So this is a huge endeavor on our part um, to bring in these folks. So we're going to see what happens. That will go over big time. Um, we've talked about that before. Actually, Gary Helton from WHFC and I've talked about that before, especially with jazz. There's no place in Hartford County where it, it, once in a while they have it at the college, but where you can go f see a good jazz band or here, blues band. Yep, we've and now, had, yeah. We've had the best jazz this really past year. Jazz. Really? And we need to get the word out because yeah, th those who come love it and mm -hmm. those who miss it regret not <laughs> knowing about it. So, like we had yeah. one of the best guitar players in the United States and some say the, the world. world here in December. His name is Frank Vignola. He's not a common name, but what happens is the reason we got him was because he'd had recently had surgery and he had a hole in his in his calendar and he's a friend of a friend. So he performed here. So when people left wow. that night, they were like he was on the caliber of Chet Atkins. He was I mean, people if you look at all the um, guitar magazines, mm -hmm. he's there. He's saying he's considered one of the best. Um, so I mean if you were here that night they came away going, Oh, People were blown away. Wow. Yeah. All the events, is it just on the website or the Facebook page too? We've got it on the put website and then we've also got it on Facebook. We frequently put our events out there. Um, we also have social media on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're trying to hit on everything. Um, how far booked up do you guys, I mean how far in advance do you book? We are booked um, some of the dates. We have so many demands of theater companies um, mm -hmm. that we booked into 2021. 20, and then they will be working into 22, 23 soon. Wow. So, I mean, that doesn't mean we don't have room for right. some more or last minute things, but uh, we have to get the, a lot of the theatrical productions in place. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was. Oh yeah, you got to be away in advance, and to catch people on there, you want to try to catch them when they're on tours. Yeah. Um, you know, and they have to you have to figure that in. Um, so it's a it's it's a lot of planning. Quick history question: Since this place goes back to 1870, mm -hmm. any of the booths ever perform here? Edwin Junius? Not to my John? knowledge. No, I don't no? think so. I know because Tudor Hall is just down the road. Down the road. That's right. an excellent question, though. Um, and in all the history I've heard from people, nobody's ever mentioned it. That would be, that'd be neat to know if that ever happened. Yeah. Is there any old, I know there's old photos of the place, but is there any, do you know of any old films? No, old photos is what I've seen. Um, 
I haven't seen any film at all. Nobody's ever come forward with film. Because the know? film would have been much later, and I'm not sure that it was a viable performing space when right. the film became... Oh, do you mean film of the of Yeah, the I, mean, no, I mean like film of the Opera House. Yeah, or even films, of, old films of Haverty Grace. You know, because you look back in the, when they had the racetrack and everything. There was if there was any film footage of any of that stuff, just mm -hmm. to put, where you could put together like a history of Havity Grace, mm -hmm. I, God, you would get a ton of people. Now, we have had, there have been, I think, six or seven presidents in Havity Grace, but mm -hmm. actually three of them on the actual grounds of the Opera House. We have a picture in the lobby of Teddy Roosevelt right in front of the Opera House speaking. Yeah. Um, and I think it was uh, Clinton, Kennedy, and a few more. Wow. There's got to be film out there somewhere. You would think so, because yeah. if, especially, yeah, if they were shooting presidents in town, they would have shot. Yeah. Um, that's a great question, yeah. but where to find it, I do not know. This town loves history. I'm sure someone <laughs> can be. No, oh, there's somewhere. a job for you. Someone has tucked away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> find, find Are some. you the history buff? Yeah. Black. Yeah, somewhat. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we actually did one at the lock house. Me, Lyle, and Tyler mm -hmm. sat down. And, and we're trying to do more history podcast wonderful and Lyle's my go-to guy for that uh, he's actually the historian in our club as well oh, um, wonderful so he he's keep trying to tell him write some books you <laughs> know because he's already debunked some stuff that you know um, ah. people have wrong so <laughs> well, if you're into history, when you come into this building, take a look. A lot of the windows here are original, so you're going to see mm -hmm. the wavy glass. Um, you're also, too, we were the home of the city council until the early 2000s, believe it or not. So the, the wood from the chambers of the city council are on the columns in the lobby. So oh, they tried okay. to incorporate little things like that to keep right. up the past. That is awesome. Yeah, oh. And again, or to the tin ceiling in the theater. Is original. And it's beautiful. It is. It amazes people. And we're looking to, we've actually designed beautiful window treatments from the time period. Um, mm -hmm. And if somebody out there has $14,000 to give us for those, we are <laughs> on it immediately. <laughs> actually, yeah. talk about that. Can people go to the website and make donations? Absolutely. They can. Okay. Absolutely. That would be Center. so helpful. Because you only talked about one fundraiser. Oh, yes. I mean, we actually are always looking for grant funding, always trying okay. to, you know, increase our resources. And yes, you can donate anytime on our website so or we, call us. Yeah, we're even willing to change the name of the <laughs> of this uh, theater. You, know, you want to be, if you would like this to be the Rich, the Rich Bennett, Bennett Theater Auditorium, you know, we're good oh, for that. One. You want <laughs> people to come, right? <laughs> <laughs> They'll turn away. Well, and if, if you want to be part of, um, I guess, the, the future history, you, we still have seats available. Right. If you donate, I think, $1,000, you can have your name engraved and a little plate on there. That was going to be my next question. You read my mind or something? Now, what about, do you have subscriptions? Well, it's very difficult. Uh, it's a little tricky because because that we have um, different companies coming in to perform, mm -hmm. uh, we still haven't figured, quite figured out a way we can do subscriptions uh, because um, they're different producers of different events. So uh, we have to, we're still working on it. So okay. stay tuned, stay tuned. But you, you can become a friend of the Cultural Center at the Opera House. So it's not a subscription, um, but for a very reasonable donation amount, um, you get invited to some um, 
VIP types of events, and I right. think there's a luncheon. So, and you'll meet some the best people you will ever know who <laughs> also support the cultural center at the Opera House. I got to tell you, it's a cool group. Camaraderie. Mm -hmm. Actually, do you guys have refreshments when people come here? Yes. There, are, there is. Okay. And sometimes it, it's, uh, you know, and fun and refreshments. And sometimes it's <laughs> libations. Sometimes it's adult, adult beverages. Adult beverages. And we actually have a, um, no, but we do have a special glass that you can purchase. And that way you keep bringing it back. It's almost like a refillable glass because oh, we can't idea. have... Well, I mean, we want to protect the, the facility. Right. And so, you know, we make sure that people come with a glass that has a lid on it, you know. So that works, has worked out great. And, of course, it promotes the Opera House as well. Some events are catered. You just have to, to look online and see what you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, there's yes. a lot of catering companies out there just in Harford County. So that's mm -hmm. good. Cause, yeah, so that way you can always food, have a change food. of pace, change of food. Well, when, when we had our... Um, first year anniversary of the renovation. Um, we had a really fun event and we served champagne and the most delicious opera house cake. Oh, the, the name of the recipe. Um, opera house cake? Yes. <laughs> That's cool. It's like layers of chocolate and deliciousness. If you ever have the know. chance to have a piece of opera house cake, please take advantage of it. Oh uh, my word. What else is in it besides chocolate? Is there, you need yeah, something else? <laughs> There's so much I wouldn't even begin to know. All I know is it just tastes like heaven. The richest ingredients on earth. Mm -hmm. So we some may feature that. Some of the events we're having too are, you know, you're, if you keep track of the things on our calendar, there, you know, we also try to incorporate interesting things with it. So we, when one night we so, showed a, a wine movie called Bottle Shock. Bottle, Bottle Shock. Shock. But along with that, we had a wine oh. tasting, and we worked. It was a, again a collaboration with the Vineyard, which is the one of the restaurants here in town, and and the the guy who runs that place. Uh, Joe Lurch. Joe Lurch, thank you. He's a, a knows everything about wine, and so he did a special wine tasting. So our our we're you know we want to be so much a part of the community that we're always collaborating. Right. We're always working with the people who are already here, the small businesses that are here. We really want to promote downtown Haverty Grace and everything that's happening down here. So you know that kind of thing. Or or if you come to one of the kids' events, you know we'll have like uh, a live. A person coming in dressed up like a, like when they do the movie Frozen, they're going to have a gal here who's going to sing. You know, she'll be dressed in a Frozen costume for the kids. I mean, really fun stuff. Um, and so I just want to encourage people to know that we're not just you know, it's not boring. There's always something I was say, interesting you, going you on. You mentioned kids' events. Yes. Now, what type of kids' events do you actually do? Besides well, movies. Yeah, well, movies is the biggest thing in okay. terms of ongoing. Uh, but in terms of other things, we're looking for just performers who, who gear their, their performances to children. We've been working with the schools. We did a couple of really interesting things on bullying in which, oh. we, in which the kids came and uh, from the school during the day and they came to the Opera House in order to have a, a program on bullying as well as watching a short film. It was dynamic. Question along those lines. We have a, the Leo Club, which is our, our youth organization, the Charter of the Lions. Oh, okay. They're teenagers in high school. Uh, middle school and high school. Um, if they, if they, a group like that wanted to put on like an anti-bullying uh, presentation or invite, you know, some people in to talk about drugs and things of that nature, how would, how would a group like that go about doing that? Just contact Just, me. Okay, that's simple. Yep, that's simple. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you start talking about what you're going to do and 
what it would look like and dates and you know and there you go that just reminded me of something trying to get the Leos to do in Joppa Town. Mm -hmm. Several of them are interested in it. And cool. Just looking. We for are. We are. Menu. We are open to the community. Um, I mean, that's when we opened. It was like, okay, guys, we're here. We have a space. Contact us. We also are, want to be open to companies. Like during the day, when a lot of performances take place at night, mm -hmm. during the day we can be open for meetings and retreats and um, team building ex episode, um, events here. So we really are, want to be something to everybody if we can. We are also starting to collaborate with uh, the firehouse next door because there is a room on the second floor that we are looking forward to. Uh, the city is planning to renovate that room Thanks. so that now we can maybe even get into some dinner theater or, you know, that kind Ooh. of, you know. So again, these are down the, this is down the pike, but we need, we need the support of the community to start making these things happen. Glad you said that. Okay. Uh, the support of the community. You're not talking about just the Havid Grace community. No. You're talking about the whole Harford County, period. And oh, everybody well, across actually, the bridge. In our, in, in our city, yeah, right. it's a hundred mile radius. That's what we're going okay. for. Okay, good. Because yeah. that's, uh, you know, a lot of people, for some reason, they think if it's just Bel Air or Havid Grace, whatever, it's just that. Yep. No, it, yeah. it's still part of the county. I'm you can still support it. Huh? I'm from Cecil County, and I'm here. I mean, I'm from Elkton. Google statistics, when we look at them, we're getting visits from people in um, Northern Virginia, Washington, Baltimore, Delaware. Uh, we actually get it in New from New York. Uh, we have people now. We have a performer that comes down from New York. She's a cabaret singer. She's going to be um, Ooh, teaming sours. up with um, <clears throat> the high school. And she has gone to love us so much, she brings her husband now and stays in one of the B&Bs yeah. um, to just relax. So it, it's, um, you know, we have people coming from all over. All right, we, we talked about volunteers. Now, you, do you have a board, too, as well? Because we're a nonprofit, every right. nonprofit has to have a board. So uh, we have a, a really active working board. Okay. Um, they're amazing. They're just simply amazing. So how does somebody become involved? It's so easy. Yeah. Okay. Give me a call. <laughs> okay. Phone number. Would you like to know the phone number? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay, go ahead. 443-502-2005. So easy. Just go on our website. Contact information is there. So we're so easy to find. Just there also, is a volunteer link on the website. Yes. yes. Okay. All the way at the bottom, there is an application. So if you scroll down all the way, and then we also have a PDF of our um, rack card. Next to that, there is a volunteer application link. Good, good thing. We produce a rack card every three months with all of our uh, events, and we try to spread it out as far as we can. You can okay. get it digitally or uh, physically. You can also come right. to the Opera House and get it, too. Because <laughs> you got a, lot, a ton of brochures and everything when people walk in. Are, there, are they elsewhere too or just here? No, we are, I, we are a community resource okay. because also we're part of the Arts and Entertainment District. I, I feel very, very, um, it's very important that we spread the word about any arts organizations, any arts events to everybody. That's okay. our job. But the biggest, so the thing is, is in today's world, as much as we do have these paper documents, there aren't that many places anymore where you could like put a, a pile of things you know just this our world has changed a little yeah. bit yeah restaurants and grocery stores but i will it. say that all of the or our local organizations our local stores they will take stacks from mm -hmm. us the coffee shops will take stacks from us and so we do try to get those things into some of the businesses okay good. uh pretty hard in bel-air you know because it's like you know tell me a business that wants a stack of 
things from from us, and we'll take we'll take them there. Um, but the problem is, is finding people who are willing to take these uh, stacks of brochures or rack cards is usually what we ask people to hold on okay. to. Um, and we try to reach out to the hotels. That's a little also tough. That's a tough sell. Yeah, I yeah I can see how how that would be a tough one. So if you have a business or know someone who would like to display our rack cards, let us know. And what do you do? Give me a call. Go on our website. <laughs> do you need me to repeat the number again? <laughs> well, there's ohhtg.org and 443-502-2005. I feel like I'm watching a play here now when she does that. Oh, when you have people involved in the, um, in the theater, you'll get some... Very oh, dramatic. so you actually do get up here and perform? I don't, but I used to do performances. Um, just not here. I haven't done it in a couple of years. I was going to say, why'd you stop? She's a student. I am a student. She's a busy woman. And what's your excuse? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. My dad asked me that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> We're just all passionate about what's happening here at the Opera House, at the Cultural Center at the Opera House. The fine volunteers that are passionate about it, and that's... Even our younger volunteers. All right, so uh, Masquerade Ball, anything coming up after that? Any big events? Oh, yeah, we always have big events coming up. Do we want to talk about the medium at all? We yes. Yes. <laughs> when is that? Uh, that is it's April, right? April 11th, I believe. Because Lyle pointed that at when we walked in, he saw the thing. And, and yes. the lady yes. that co-hosts with us tom sometimes, Teresa, She's coming love back. It. She's coming after back. She's just read all of your minds and she's coming back. Um, doing the same exact thing she kind of did last time. Uh, we had so many people who just wanted to see her again because, oh my gosh, I felt so bad every time I had to put somebody on a waiting list for her. And it's, it's heartbreaking because a lot of times our shows do really show up, like sell out. And right. they're new, so we don't really think to do multiple uh, shows just yet. So we just kind of, you know, put on a waiting list and say, hey, maybe somebody will cancel, but usually that's not the case. But we're very hopeful because it does really happen. But, but the tickets are going really fast. Yes. So that's a name? popular, the evidential medium, uh, okay, the name escapes me right now. Deb, Deb, Debbie Wajahose. Okay. It's one house. <laughs> Why, where's your house key? Forgive me, Debbie, for missing. Where's your house key? That's how okay. you say her last name. Yes, thank you. Uh, she's a very, she, she, is evidently the real deal with connecting with loved ones who have passed right. and it, she was uh, a sellout and people if you, if you want tickets get online now you can, your right, ticket. so tickets are on sale now she's back by request okay. you know we, we do have sellouts I know we do uh, we have a Thursday night live series which yes. we do in partnership with the city of Havre de Grace and these are um, more so tribute bands like for instance uh coming in we have probably one of the best fleetwood mac tribute bands in the country which is already sold, it's sold out, sold out. Wow. so they might you might want to watch the thursday night live concerts because they're dynamite um we're every thursday night no oh, oh okay month. usually one, yeah, once, once a month. month once a month where do you find all these tribute bands out there's a bazillion out there now. There's a lot, Actually, and we're always looking for the best. Okay. Many we're contact the, best. the Opera House because they want the privilege of playing mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. And in the summer, we do those concerts out at Hutchins Park under the tent mm -hmm. when the weather's nice. When the weather's nice. <laughs> and what's nice about that, if for some reason it's raining and pouring, the Opera House is the backup. I was also going to mention on February 9th, we have uh, Washington Saxophone Quartet yes. coming to perform. 
which should be a great concert. And in addition, which um, information you'll have soon, they're doing a master class and clinic. So for students, anybody who is a saxophone player is going to be able to come for free to um, learn from professional musicians. Saturday, February 9th. You said a saxophone quartet? Mm-hmm. Washington Saxophone Quartet. I, I never heard of that. It's my favorite That's, instrument. Yeah, mine too, but I never, I mean, I, I mean I've seen cellos in a quartet, but never. We have unique acts. Well, I don't Why? know that they're all four saxophones. Actually, yeah. Oh, they are? I believe so. Oh, there you go. Got a soprano sax. Yeah, you have your Yeah, well, sax. yeah, but I, I'm. Okay, so we're expecting to see wow. here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm monitoring. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually working in the box office. So February 9th, you said? <laughs> yes. February 9th at 1 p.m. is the, well, that's the master class. And then okay. they're playing that evening? And they're playing that evening, yes. So that's what we like okay. to do um, if professionals are coming in and if we can ask them to, as part of their contract to do a master class for students or adults or whoever. Um, they will do that. That's a great idea. But what a chance do you have to work with you know professionals in a certain? Yeah, it's like a little little seminar after mm -hmm. or before. I mean that, that's yeah. a great idea. Well, speaking of seminars, we also have lectures here at the Opera House. We're having a Lockhouse Museum Shank Lecture Series on the Hubble Telescope, which I think is super fascinating, and I will be there for that. But um, basically, we're having a expert come in he's going to discuss in PowerPoint most likely um, just <clears throat> the different findings that the Hubble telescope has you know taken pictures of and captured and just the history of it so this is interesting. A, yeah It'll so this is really a collaboration with the Lockhouse because the Lockhouse every year does the Shank lecture series uh, they uh, and so that's like I think it's a four-month period and so once a month that lecture series they will have a lecturer here right. and so that's our collaboration because the Lockhouse isn't big enough you know that to house all the people right. who are interested in the lectures and so the Hubble one was the first one and then now in them we'll have uh, three more Actually, the one in February is very interesting. It's called the Lost City of Conowingo. Oh, some people do not know, but underneath the water is yes. the old uh, Conowingo. Right. So they're going to talk about that. Yeah, that would be awesome. Talk about that. Yeah. And those lecture series are free. Yes. Find somebody. What was it? You and I talked about it. The the, uh, the old boats, Lyle, that the we the, like the paddle wheel boats. You used to have take tours. Was it from Havity Grace to Talchester? Right, yeah. God, you can somebody do a lecture on that. Oh, if they haven't done it, they will, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, anything to add before we wrap it up? Well, I think we've covered a lot here. Yeah. Once again, ohhdg.org. Get on there and donate. And come to the Masquerade Ball. It is so fun. Bring friends, and it's a good deal. February 23rd. February 23rd. Yeah, that's a big haul. Guaranteed that's, fun. Guaranteed. That holds, what, 300? Yep, that's our goal this year. Yeah. 300 is our Capacity. goal. I want to thank you all for allowing us to come here and, you know, do this. And, God, if we can come back any other time, please let us. Get the whole community in here. Get, that is our whole point. No, no I mean, for get, if we could get some people, and we mentioned this to Tyler, get some people like, who is it, um, the Antique Mall, George? Because I know I understand he's like a walking history book. Um, he's provided and, some of this stuff downstairs okay. for us, yeah. And, and just some other people just to sit around and talk about everything that Havity Grace has to offer. 
because a lot of people don't realize that. It's like I said, you can come up here just in one day and still not see everything. And especially if it's a summertime, if it's nice out, because most people just want to stay outside. Shop, eat, and drink, and come to a fabulous show in the evening. View the the bay. Yeah. There's and and don't you don't have to fight traffic, pay to park anywhere. It's so easy to spend a day in Haverty Grace. Yes. But get up here Trail early so you can hit the shops there and everything go. first. So. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. And Thank you. Again, if you want to be on the Hartford County Living Podcast, it is free to come on. Uh, just contact me at 443-982-0250 or email podcast at hartfordcountyliving.com. Now, one thing of Hartford County, we have a lot of photographers here. I've actually featured different ones as Artists of the Week. I've had a couple on our podcast, but... If you notice on HartfordCountyLiving.com, we always feature a picture of the week. That picture of the week is provided to us by Shoebox Photography. That's S-C-H-U-H, not S-H-O-E, S-C-H-U-H. And you can actually go to her website, which is ShoeboxPhotographyLLC.com. That's ShoeboxPhotographyLLC.com. She has nature portraits and wildlife portraits, which are available for purchase. And right now, she is actually booking for senior portraits. Uh, so if you want to capture the essence of your senior year with professional digital photos and prints, you need to contact her. You can go to shoeboxphotographyllc.com. That's shoeboxphotography, S-C-H-U-H. Or give Stephanie a call at 443 987-8196.